Our gospel today comes from Luke, the 6th chapter beginning in the 20th verse. You will be familiar with this. Then he looked up at his disciples and said, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who are hungry now, you will be filled. Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. Blessed are you when people hate you, and when they exclude you, revile you, and defame you on account of the Son of Man. Rejoice in the day, and leap for joy, for surely your reward is great in heaven. For that is what their ancestors did to the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are filled now, full now, for you will be hungry. Woe to you who are laughing now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all speak well of you, for that is what their ancestors did to the false prophets. But I say to you that listen, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you, bless those who curse you and pray for those who abuse you. I'm saying that again because I want you to hear that. If anyone strikes you on the cheek, offer the other also. From anyone who takes away your coat, do not withhold even your shirt. Give to them everyone who begs from you. And if anyone takes away your goods, do not ask for them again. Do to others as you would have them do to you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You know, today is All Saints Sunday. I, I love to commemorate it because we are a church that has so many saints that have gone on before us. Y'all have been here for 200 and almost 204 years. Think about those, how many have gone on before us. But the verses today tell us about the people who Jesus gathered into the church. The past, the present, and the future. You know, we call ourselves uh, the people of God, the family of God. Y'all will hear me speak often using the term the children of God. But theologically speaking, we are saints because we are people who have been saved by grace through faith for good works now us sitting here today may not think we qualify we fit quite in to that term saint we have a misconception about the people that we say are saints we think they are the people who have cleaned up their life, their outward life, their act, to almost near perfection. We think they are the people that when they hit their finger with the hammer, 
they throw up their hands and they go, thank you, Jesus. I'm not that person. I am not the person that when they cut me off in traffic, I go, God bless you. You were looking at the woman who had to give up being ugly for Lent on Highway 49 early in her life. That's just not who we are. We think the saints are the ones who never run a little short of money toward the end of the month. We think the saint is the one who never loses their cool. We think the saint is the one that never has a puzzled look on their face when you mention the word stress. We have this inspiring picture of what sainthood is. But we're just not accurate in how we think a saint should be. Because you sitting here today are saints. You're saints simply because you are a disciple of Jesus Christ. We are the people who are united by one Lord, one faith, and one baptism. I think we are saints who actually are striving to be notable saints. Notable saints are people who touch others' lives, who have a positive impact on people. I'm not talking about the Billy Grahams of the world, because we're all not going to be those people, those saints, the Mother Teresas of the world. I'm talking about the saints that sit among us every day in church, the people who pray for you, who actively lift you up in prayer. Those people who call and ask you, how are you doing? And then they really want to listen as you answer. Those are the people who will lovingly give you some constructive criticism followed by very loving words of encouragement. You know, notable saints, I think, strive to leave not only an impact, but a legacy. The notable saints are the people committed to be doing more than they thought they could do. And all that God asked them to do. Our gospel text today gives us some characteristics of how we can be the notable saint. And it starts with stewardship. Jesus gets right to the point, doesn't he, when he is speaking to his disciples. He says, blessed are the poor because theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Luke seems to understand exactly what Jesus means by these words. It's Jesus saying to us, and I think you might be, that maybe being poor, you are in a better position than if you're affluent and wealthy. 
that is exactly opposite of what this world tells us and teaches us. I think part of that is because wealth cultivates a spirit of true independence for people if they're not careful. I, I can take care of myself. I don't really need anything from anybody else. And that might begin to include God. We don't need Him. We're A-OK -okay just how we are. We don't intentionally seek poverty, really. But those who do don't let money challenge them. They don't let money control their life. And that's what I think Jesus is saying to us here. You can't worship money and worship God at the same time. And we must nurture our attitude of stewardship. There are things that you can do to nurture that attitude. We can remind ourselves that every single thing we have is a blessing, a gift from God. We can decide to live a little simply. You don't always have to have the biggest, the best, the brightest, the most technology to live a happy life in Jesus. We can share our blessings from God with those who are in need. We can invest part of our blessing into those ministries. And there is not a church. I brag on y'all. I know I shouldn't, but I do brag. People know this. I've said it many times. Birch Chapel does not fall short on this. Y'all do more ministry for a smaller church than most big churches do. And you do it with a generous heart. And that's the key. You are living that out. Saints want to make an impact on other people. So they tend to be generous people. That is the beginning of a notable saint. A notable saint will hunger for what is important. Jesus continues his teacher's teachings by telling his disciple that those who are hungry are blessed because they will be satisfied. Again, Luke takes Jesus' words literally and stresses God's oneness with those who hunger. Rather than see hunger as God's judgment upon an unrighteous people. How many of us are willing to go hungry for Jesus? I'm not sure any of us really want to be hungry. But what he thinks we are, I think he is talking about here is to be hungry for Jesus. Not to demonstrate how hungry you are, but to crave his word to live in his word. 
to read his word, to be hungry for that, and then to let the word be in you. Do y'all remember when Godspell, we're all old enough in here to remember the movie that played Godspell when that came out, I think, in the 70s. It was one of those new kind of Broadway things, musical movies that we all watched, and it had a song in there every one of us know. Day by day, see thee more clearly, love thee more dearly, follow thee more dearly every day by day. That's what he's asking us to be hungry for. To crave God's word. The word that he speaks when he speaks life into us. A desire for righteousness. A life that is worthy of the Lord. And one that he finds pleasing. A hunger to share the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ with anyone who needs to be fed the Word. Not only reading the Word, but it has to be by our words and by our actions on a daily basis. How we speak to one another, how we speak to each other out in the community We are called to do that as a notable saint. Saints impact others' lives in a notable way because they share the good things that God has given to them. A notable saint will get involved in life. Jesus instructs his disciples to love. He's not talking about the easy love. Loving those with whom you really like. He's talking about the ones that challenges us. Jesus challenges us to love our enemies and to pray for them. We may not all get along. We may not all like each other. But Jesus says, love them. I'm challenging you to love them. That's the hardest thing I think that Jesus asks of us. is to love the person you may not like. I have to admit, I used to say to my mother, and I'm blessed to still have her, when I'd get mad at her, I'd go, I love you, but I don't like you. <laughs> the hardest thing to do. And in turn, in that loving, is the forgiving. Where there is discord, we don't always end up forgiving. We are so quick to convict people rather than love them, to forgive them 
But what we really want to do is punish them. That is not what Jesus asks of us. He challenges you to love one another. So you have a purpose for your life. To be a notable saint. To live your life so it impacts others. To leave a legacy. It's not a great, it doesn't have to be some newspaper worthy legacy. But your legacy, your impact, is how you live every single day of your life. Do you want to be one of God's notable saints? Amen and amen. Thank you.